What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, or perhaps the Antonio Brown Emergency Podcast, should we call it. I'm Will Brinson. I'm the host of the daily CBS Sports NFL podcast that has morphed into the 14 times a week Antonio Brown is Bat Bleep Crazy Podcast. Joining me now to break down the latest development on this Friday afternoon, Ryan Wilson. Ryan, what's going on, buddy? Happy to be with you at another AB podcast. I mean, we talk seven times a week. This has been, we're at 14 times already this week. It's what, Friday? We AB needs to calm down so we can quit having these conversations. It's out of control. We did an uh, emergency podcast on Antonio Brown on uh, Thursday afternoon before the kickoff of the Packers and Bears game. You can check. Actually, don't check that out now because it's kind of irrelevant. Um, but we'll, you know, we'll cover most of that. You can also check out our Packers-Bears recap in the podcast feed. And uh, also, we do picks of every single game plus best bets. Special parlay in there as well. A little underdog parlay that you're going to like. Going to make you some cash this weekend uh, from RJ White, myself, and Pete Prisco. Uh, if you're new here, thanks for joining us. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and make sure and leave a review. The breaking news on Friday afternoon Antonio Brown will not be suspended. He will not be going anywhere. And in fact, as John Gruden told the media, he'll be playing on Monday freaking night. Antonio's back today. We're really excited about that. Ready to move on. He's uh, had a lot of, uh, obviously, time to think about things. And we're happy to have him back. I know the nation is excited about that, too. All right? All right, guys. Thank you very much. Monday night. It's this is this is the craziest thing in the history of crazy things, Ryan. Um, that was John Gruden, of course, explaining that Antonio Brown will play on Monday night. Uh, just to give everybody a quick rundown of the timeline on how this happened on Thursday afternoon, right? I believe we right Thursday afternoon we discover via report from Adam Schefter of ESPN that the Raiders are considering suspending Antonio Brown for uh, personal for violation for conduct detrimental to the team. Basically, as I, as we had outlined before, Antonio Brown posting a fine letter on social media, uh, was enough that the team considered suspending him and they were going to consider trying to recover all the guaranteed money in his contract up to $30 million and maybe even cut him. And I was of the opinion and I, that, that that was going to happen. Now that's my bad. I was wrong. I'm still of the opinion that should happen, Ryan, but instead after Antonio Brown, um, Went to, so he posted the thing on the fine letter. He goes to practice on Wednesday. On Wednesday, practice on Wednesday, and according to a report from Josina Anderson of ESPN, he called Mike Mayock, his boss and the general manager of the Raiders, a cracker. He says he like punts a ball, tells him to find him, like take that for data, find me for this, and proceeds to storm off. And then, despite Mike Mayock clearly, I feel like wanting Antonio Brown out. John Gruden acquiesced to everything Antonio Brown and Drew Rosenhaus wanted, and now Antonio Brown is back, as you heard, and will play on Monday night. What a 24 hours. Uh, a couple of details that you sort of glossed over there, the the altercation or the interaction between A.B. and Mike Mayock. Vontez Burfecht, well-known peacemaker around the league, had to hold A.P. back reportedly from going after Mike Mayock. Uh, I think he said also there was a report that he wanted to punch Mike Mayock, the general manager. You go to 31 other football teams – and the player, no matter who it is, I don't care if it's Tom Brady talking to, to Bob Kraft or Ben Roethlisberger talking talking to Kevin Colbert. If anyone says, I'm going to punch you in the face, fires the football out of the field and, and starts slinging around derogatory terms, that player is going to lose their job. So this screams Mike Mayock has l- way less power than we ever thought he did. And I, no one thought he had a lot of power to start with. 
So he wasn't out there when John Gruden made that announcement. Not necessarily that he would be standing next to him looking like a stooge. But now, what, what does what does Mike Mayock do? Is he is he literally a team punching bag because they just trapes him out there when they need to have someone blow their blow steam off? They they force him on Mike Mayock, and then and that's it. This guy's going to make fourteen point nine million dollars this year. He probably shouldn't earn a dime of it. They can revisit the, the second half of his contract next offseason, I believe. But they're paying – and we talked about this all week. Are they willing to pay him this season, and now that they are clearly, for 70 catches, 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns, and to win two football games? And that's where we're at. They're, that team won four games last year. We've talked about their schedule. You've actually said they could go 0-7, and, and that's not unrealistic. They Antonio, have two- Brown, Antonio Brown or no Antonio Brown, I think they're going 0-7. I mean, That's my point to you. What – how many games is this team now winning? How many games is this team winning without Antonio Brown? How many are they winning now with him? Uh, I think the difference is like one game, maybe. Now, unfortunately for me, I did lay heavy lumber on uh, heavy price. I didn't lay heavy lumber per se, but I, I laid the minus 200 on the under six and a half. I still like the bet. Yeah, but I mean, now the price is going to go up. Like I'm probably going to be able to get it like minus 150, but I already bet it. So I'm not going to do it again. Uh, I also took the Broncos at minus two and I took the Raiders team total under at 20 and a half. I look like a dummy for that. I still think all can hit. It's not a big deal. I'm not freaking out about it. I'm not pleased about it. Apologies if you took that bet uh, based on uh, my my presumption that Antonio Brown would not win seven football games. No, they're not winning. I'm more worried about the Monday night game because I took the Broncos minus two, and I'd rather have the Broncos plus one or something like that. But um, the point being is that uh, we can't predict what's going to happen with Antonio Brown. And if I'm Mike Mayock, I'm out. I I, I think. I I don't know because here's the thing. The first call is to the NFL Network. Can I get my old job back and me and Daniel Jeremiah team up? Because that job was, relatively speaking, cake. He didn't have to work nights. You know, he literally worked uh, a week a year in April. Grind, you grind tape and pop out of your suit in, in April and March and talk about how you love this guy's toughness and he has makeup and, and how he likes, you know, he's a grinder and blah, 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 blah. He's a, a great upside, tremendous, huge upside, whatever. Now imagine he, the, the pay is probably, I don't know what general Any, manager Anybody can be a draft analyst. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Amen to that, brother. Anyway, look, if you're Mike Mayock, you can't, you, you have, you have one of two choices and my, general managers make good money. You have to take your dignity and get out of town or you have to try and patch this up and like get John Gruden to do something that makes it look like you've got a semblance of power there because otherwise no one's going to believe that you're in charge and you're no not in charge. No one believes. Right. In but at least there was like the, like the fake presumption that he was in charge he, no, was, he was peacocking around like he was a general manager i understood all that but in the 15 years he's in the media how many times do you think someone challenged to fight him one of his, his subordinates 15 years in media how many times do you think that's happened in his life none exactly. how many times you've, you worked in the government you worked uh you were an undercover cia operative how many times did you have to fight somebody at your at your at your office when you would go in and, and file your expenses the only people I have to fight with are my children and that's right it. exactly yes exactly and you can currently hear one of mine in the background they're hard to deal with they're a pain they don't listen they're like antonio brown um here's the problem you can't like okay my son did something bad at camp today and yeah. i i had to discipline him and say <laughs> no uh no ipad right uh, unfortunately, that meant that he brought my dog up into my office while we're recording this podcast and is making a bunch of noise in the background. So my apologies. But my point is, is that you got to stand firm. OK, you can't just let the child run over you. And that's what the Raiders are doing. They're letting Antonio Brown stomp all over them. And what's crazy about this is by not suspending him one game for conduct detrimental to the team, they are then basically guaranteeing everything he has in 2020 in terms of guarantees. We're talking like. 
uh, 14.5 million, right? Or, uh, let's see. We're, I'm trying to think when the, when the, when the 2020 is guaranteed. Um, but anyway, the point being is that they can't go after his 2020 guarantees and try to avoid them now because of the conduct detrimental. And that was a mistake. They're going to let him play week one. I thought Jamie Eisenberg had a great line on CBS Sports HQ where he said, it's just win, comma, baby, as in just win no matter what this baby does. Yeah, no, that's right. And so your buddy David Carr was on NFL Network last night saying that uh, he'd heard from people in the, in the, on the team, his brother plays as a starting quarterback, that whatever the team captains were, whatever the John Gruden wanted to do with Antonio Brown, they stood behind him. So clearly this is all John Gruden. Antonio Brown gave some, you know, mealy-mouth apology on, on Friday. It was emotional, according to Justina Anderson of ESPN. I'm sure it was. Someone, uh, Drew Rosenhaus explained to him that he was about to lose $30 million. Yeah. So if you're a team captain, I suspect you feel comfortable moving on from him since he's a huge headache and he, and he hasn't – he literally has not done one thing. doesn't show up at practice. They haven't started playing games yet. This is all on John Gruden. When this goes sideways, John Gruden will be the only one left standing because he has a 10-year, $100 million contract. And a year from now, and you sort of hinted at this, A.B. probably won't be there. They'll have to eat that, that salary cap, which is going to be funny. And then Mike Mayock is going to be back at NFL Network uh, doing what he, he did so well before he decided to jump ship and go to Oakland. I mean, the, 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 it's just – it doesn't – like I understand why you want to turn around on your team because he's a very talented player. But here's the thing. Do we think this is the final – incident that Antonio Brown is going to have with the Oakland Raiders? Because my guess would be no. And if I set the over-under at uh, week five for the first incident, you take the under, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, what if this team is 0-4 and Derek Carr's short-hopping passes in Antonio Brown's knees? Is he then going to say, oh, man, what a great time this is with my good friends, John Gruden and Derek Carr. I can't wait to play some more football. Or is he going to go bat smell on Instagram, flip out with the media, start slamming his new helmet, start freaking out, like, like carving, like carving, like shaving his feet or something? I don't know. He's gonna, who knows what the hell he could do? He could do anything. Everything is on the table with Antonio Brown right now in terms of craziness. So Broncos week one, you talked about that. That defense is really good. He may not put up a lot of numbers there. Yeah, Chris Harris is actually a very good matchup for Antonio Brown, too. I would assume he'll shadow him. And uh, the Chiefs, he'll probably go off on the Chiefs. He may have 200 receiving yards. He'll be happy for a week. Then they're at Minnesota. He's, he may struggle there. At the Colts, they have a good defense, may struggle there. Then, as you point out, week five, that's the Bears, and they'll probably shut him down. And then there's the bye week. So from week five to week seven, week six is the bye week. That's 14 days for him to goof off, think about things, that make him angry, and so by October 20th, which is the start of Week 7 at the Packers, a game they're going to lose as well, more, more than likely. And the Bears, Antonio, game is, Bears game is in London, by the way. So Antonio Brown is going to go Oh, he overseas. may come back in London. Right. He's going to go overseas with John Gruden, and like they're going to get blasted by the Bears, and then he's just going to spend his bye week flying back from, from overseas. I'm sure that'll be fine. Nothing could go wrong there. Right. So, I mean, look, if the, if the Raiders are fine eating that money, knock yourself out. I, I would imagine if Derek Carr were honest with himself, he probably felt a little bit relieved yesterday when he thought that Antonio Brown was going to be gone. Yes. He's probably a lot more stressed out right now. If you're Derek Carr, you're like, okay, look. Apparently, according to a report, all the t- according to David Carr, who, again, Derek's brother. So it's, we can say reportedly, but it's pretty safely accurate, right? All the, all the, um, all the captains went in to John Gruden. They said, we will stand by whatever you want to do. We've got your back here. We'll, you know, if you want to keep AB, that's great. They're basically walking the fine line because they don't know what Gruden's going to do. And they're politicking a little bit because they assume that Gruden wanted to keep him, right? If, if you're, if you're them, 
Why not go in there and say, listen, man, this dude is crazy. We cannot have him out there. It is a problem. He is going to be an issue for the entire season. Get out of him. Do we think he's still that good with those frozen feet and his, and his, his advanced age? No. And, and you'll find that out very quickly. Uh, the, way, the game, the line is now Broncos minus one. So that's not that big a shift, but still. Breach talked about this with the running back situation. We talked on the podcast a few weeks ago. There's never been a running back making over a million dollars a year, two million dollars a year playing the Super Bowl. Same with the never been a big, uh, big time high paid wide receiver in the Super Bowl. That's not going to change. You pay quarterbacks and then you find people to put around them. Antonio Brown's a great talent. He's also a, a nut job who's making the Raiders an already terrible team somehow worse. All right. What else do we have to add? The, uh, the Raiders have Antonio Brown on Monday. He's going to play barring changes. And if something changes, we'll come back here. Not only we'll come back on Sunday. We're not coming back on Saturday. You want to guess, uh, his production on that Monday night game? Uh, yeah. I'll say, um, 14 targets, eight catches, 117, nah, 78 yards. Oh, I, I was going to eight catches, 120 yards on 20 targets. I mean, they're, they're going to feed him. Yeah. Derek Carr will have uh, two touchdowns to Antonio Brown, and he'll throw five interceptions. That's right. And um, I, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Chris Harris locked him down. Maybe AB has a great game. They, have, they, don't have, they don't have any chemistry together, so who knows. But that is the latest on Antonio Brown. He's back with the Raiders. They're not going to suspend him. We went through all of that process over the last 24 hours, all these emergency podcasts, just for, uh, just for nothing. That's right. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, by the way. Pick 6 Podcasts. Search for it. We're, uh, or if you know you want to go to Browse. You're like, oh, I'll just browse through the best sports podcast. Yeah, we're top 35. What's up? How you doing? Um, don't worry about it. Anyway, thanks for listening. I'm glad everybody enjoys, enjoys the emergency podcast. Have a great Saturday. Oh, God, wait. Hold on, Ryan. While we're here. Sorry, Debo. It's going to mess you up. I know he wants to wrap it. Uh, look, we're here. We might as well mention the Tyree Kill extension. Just Tyree Kill signed a contract on, on Friday afternoon. Who did? You didn't hear this? I didn't hear what you said. What did you say? Tyree Kill. Tyreek. Oh, I thought you said Tannehill. I said, I don't give a crap about Ryan Tannehill. I oh, <laughs> signed a $50 million extension. Yeah, I saw that and I saw your tweet 49 days since he was reinstated to the time that they signed the contract. And my initial thought when they, he was about to be reinstated, well, clearly they're going to wait till next offseason to do a deal because of the optics. I was wrong on that. Yeah, clearly they, they didn't care. Uh, he's going to get $18 million a year over the, over three million, uh, or three years, excuse me, 35 million roughly guaranteed in there. And you have a situation with, where according to a report from Sam Mellinger of the Kansas City Star, there are, uh, built in, uh, safeguards for both parties, which is a little weird. Like what's Tyreek Hill's safeguard? I mean, like what, like what is he trying to safeguard himself from? I, I don't know. The Chiefs obviously included language that if something were to happen with Tyreek Hill for legal reasons or all field reasons, that they'll be able to get out of it. We don't know the specifics of that. Um, look, I said it on HQ, uh, from a, a holistic standpoint, when you look at this, I have a moral quandary about it. I don't, I mean, I drafted Tyreek Hill. I didn't draft Antonio Brown, but I drafted Tyreek Hill. I'm not sure it makes me a good person. Um, but I, I would have a moral quandary about signing Tyreek Hill that quickly after he was surprisingly not suspended by the NFL. From a pure football standpoint, if you want to, if you want to look at it like a, a robot in a vacuum, this is a smart signing. They get one of the best receivers in football at an under, under value, under market value on a three year deal. There's minimal exposure for them in terms of what could go wrong and, and how they could get burnt by this. And they get put some money in Tyreek Hill's pocket. He's happy and they get to move forward with what should be the best offense in football. Anything, I mean, right? No, that's it. Yep. Um, in, Ty, in Tyreek Hill's defense, he didn't threaten to beat up Clark Hunt. 
that that so at least he's got that going for him. Oh wait, wait, hold on, one more thing. Uh, Antonio Brown has been suspended by the Raiders. No, he hasn't. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That didn't happen. Um, uh, yeah, that's it. Let's get out of here. Uh, Ryan's got to go give an emotional apology to his family for all these emergency podcasts. And, um, I've got to go. Actually, we got to get ready for a show. If you listen, if you, if you listen to this before 4.30 PM, check out CBS Sports HQ. Me, Ryan and Breach are going to be doing a, uh, a live, uh, three man weave show where I'm hosting and, and we're hanging out. We'll be wearing blazers and, and talking about football and Antonio Brown. So make sure and check that out on our t- CBS Sports HQ, our 24 seven streaming sports network available on Roku, Apple TV and other devices. All right. See you guys later.